0: the Banner, Banner
1: Podcast, Banner Podcast, Banner Podcast. What up, what up, what up, welcome to Brews and Banner Podcast. I am your host, Rob G, and with me, as
2: always, is the legendary Brew Crew. What up, fellas? I would read this week. <laughs> <laughs> mama, mama. Nah, oh, nice. it doesn't taste like dirt. Uh, my name is Lou Belgium, ladies and gentlemen. Don't I'm wondering, it. does the have an actual culture? This is
1: the podcast that we talk about beer, but we also talk about a lot of things that's happening in the world. Politics, movies, anything really that comes to our mind while we're here sampling these brews, grab a drink pull up a chair. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh.
0: We love you, Bruce and Badger Podcast. Stand up. Stand up. Yo, I don't think they give that man enough credit.
1: Yeah. I mean they don't. I mean I mean I pe- I think peop the people who appreciate him does. It's just the uh the entire hip hop community, I guess. But um, Yeah, they don't
0: give him enough lyrical credit.
1: Which called gave him uh try to give him his flowers uh on uh Drink Champs. Well they did give him his flowers, but um Yeah. He said he was um sorry guys, he was out there making uh seven hundred uh Fast and Furious. But he is uh
0: Coming yeah, back. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, he, he lyric, lyrical, like, he crazy with it.
1: He is. Uh, what up, what up, what up? Welcome to Bruising Banter Podcast, where the topic is the rocket and the brew. Well, that'd be The Fuel, and I'm your host, Rob G, and with me, as always, the legendary brew crew. What's going on, fellas?
2: Hi. What's up, everyone?
1: This is episode 238 of Bruising Banter Podcast. If this is your first time joining us, uh Welcome. Uh, if you are a well, returning bruiser or bruisette, hey, we are glad you are back for this episode because we do have a great episode with you, for you, today. Um, <laughs> with with you. you. For you. With
0: That's you. right. let say with you.
1: It is uh, All-Star Weekend in Indianapolis. You had the, uh, the slam dunk competition happen. Um, my man who ain't got no team uh, won again. Well, I guess he got a, a G League team. Uh, Matt McClung won again.
2: And let's I mean, be let's be clear. The Sixers did a publicity stunt last year. Yeah. As soon as oh, yeah. Yeah. Dunk contest, oh yeah, they dunk took him off the Sixers. So yeah. Orlando was like, "We're not doing that shit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he can yeah, play yeah. for the G League. <laughs> he plays for the G League, I mean, right? Yeah. But he, he can dunk. Yeah. He can dunk his ass off.
1: But he actually did pretty good in scoring. I've watched him at the G League. He can do something. There's other folks. I mean, like everybody.
0: Like he was, can oh, play. Yeah.
2: yeah, the G League Boy. is like the second best, the second best league in the world. I think, of course, he can play. I think he's just like, short. He's not, um, but
0: well, I think that's where Pat Beverly should be at. In the
2: G crazy.
1: Uh, crazy. Well, I think he plays defense. I don't know. If Matt, I don't know if Matt plays uh, defense and is, is as aggressive as uh, Pat Bev. Maybe he
0: need, that may be it. Maybe, change the Matt
2: Matt is a perfect example of why NBA players uh, they should open up the dunk contest for non NBA players because he he's the one he's made the most impactful performance in my mind in like the last five or six dunk contests that's
1: because which only got a team. That's because my man what Aaron Gordon gave up because
2: they kept on cheating him. So he said I'm out. So if you if Right, you, but before before that, what well, Aaron Gordon was great. And then those last oh, four, yeah. four or five years since he did it, it was like nothing came around until this dude that don't got an NBA contract right. came around. They should let these park these uh and one dudes just start dunking. Like it's just a it's entertainment in the show
0: anyway. It is a show. It is, right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I
1: mean, what
0: really is the point of the content? right. It's to entertain me.
1: To right. entertain me. And the fact that that's they it. the fact that they, they actually they did the um the step versus
2: um I can't remember her name now.
1: Oh
0: uh we who, who did he shoot against?
2: Uh damn, I forgot too. Don't give me the line. I think it's Kelsey Plum, ain't it? No, it's Kelsey what? Plum. No one. No, it's like it's, no, shoot. it's the young, shoot.
1: it's the young lady from uh, the Liberty. I think she plays for. I and that's, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I and yeah, that's two. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah.
2: Girl can, that girl
1: can shoot too. <laughs> that girl can shoot yeah. too. Who yeah. won? Who won? Steph or or she won? Steph won. won. He won. won. Um, he won by like one shot. I think he. Uh, she put the pressure on him. Though he probably was like, "Oh man, I can't. I'm supposed to be the greatest shooter out here ever. I can't
2: go and lose." Right. Uh buddy, yo. or,
0: or you can lose just because you're the greatest yeah, you, shooter, we can't lose. Right,
2: you're the great you're the greatest shooter over time. Not today. Right. Maybe not today. Maybe not today. Right.
0: Right. Right.
2: Nah, he got me. the greatest shooter. Yeah.
0: And does that just make he's just technically the greatest shooter in the NBA? She ain't in the NBA. So uh yeah.
1: Yeah, but he he um but well, she threw out the challenge to him. He accepted it and that's how it kind of went, how it got to this. But, see, but that's dope. They made it up. So maybe next year, I don't know, Caitlin might come in and maybe they won't have him shoot off against her too.
2: But all, all that means is that you all that means is that these jerkers can shoot. Like shooting isn't um is a, is a skill that you don't need to be tall, short, or big or right. you know yeah, what I mean? True. Like yeah. that's that's something that men and women can both do. Like let's see who can shoot the best is about right. hand eye coordination more than how strong you are. Yeah, well,
1: we'll see. Um, maybe they should. Um, they should have
0: put Britney in contest. <laughs> <And> Britney Grinder
2: <laughs> in the three point contest. No man. Like the duck, yeah, they the should have put
0: duck duck duck. her in the duck contest. Oh. Give her the
2: skills competition. Put her in the skills competition. <laughs> yeah. uh, it should yeah. been her. Her and, Wim, her, and Wim, her and Wimby do something. They should do something together. Oh yeah. yeah. There you go. Have some type. Of, they should have a big, a big, a big man, big woman skill type of competition. Yeah. <laughs> that would be dope. Um, all
1: right. Well, we do have a great show for us uh for you this afternoon, this morning, this evening. Uh whenever you are checking us out, we have all the way from uh, uh Atlanta uh, we have William Teasley from Conzo Bruin coming through. Let me give him a round of applause and bring him to the Clap stage. Claps.
0: Welcome.
1: Welcome, welcome to the welcome, show welcome,
0: welcome.
1: Oh he got he on oh, you
3: mute. are
0: on mute. You gotta on take mute. yourself off mute, Will. Take yourself
3: <laughs> off mute. There
0: you go, baby. There you go. <laughs>
3: I, I, you know, yeah, give know. me a we moment. Know. I'll catch up. We, know.
0: we thought you was already caught up because before we started recording, you were, you wasn't muted. So.
2: <laughs>
3: so, hey, no, he, I he muted he me her to touch a, he her
2: to touch a while I was doing some other stuff.
1: <laughs> all right. Uh, before we get into uh, uh, who you are, where you are, and all that good stuff, we always like to know what everybody is drinking on. So what are we drinking today? And we always start with our guests. So uh, William, what are you drinking today?
3: Well, what I have today, a friend brought me this back from a trip to Bhutan, is Bhutan? which is Bhutan? in Nepal, oh. and okay. I'm trying to get—I I can never get this, this shit right. But oh, nice. uh, uh, a Bhutanese beer—it's a red rice lager. Oh, nice! Mm. And so it was made in Paro, Bhutan, by the Namgay. No, I'm not Namgay <laughs> Artisanal Brewery. All right. So this is the this is the, the wonderful label. Um, but hey, I, well, I, how long you
2: well, well how long you were sitting on that joke? Actually, about a week and a half.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I literally just read it. That's what I was doing. on the train
3: room. I was like, "Where's this shit from?" But. I'm popping it open now because. Yo, uh, you know
0: what's funny? He probably was back there Googling. You know how the Google voice.
2: Right.
3: <laughs> okay, okay. So that's how you stay. I'm, no, I'm not dead. All right. But yeah, uh, keep it easy today. And I got another one from Nepal that'll back it up. Oh, yeah. You got, you got, as we go through one? the conversation. All
0: right. Well, what, what kind of, what, what style of beer is that
3: again? You- it is a red rice lager. Real rice. So, they actually uh, have, and my friend that travels brought back uh, actual red rice that's grown there. Oh, so nice. it's just oh, nice. an amber hued rice that's different than the gold and the white stuff we usually see. Mm. So what's it
2: look like? What's it looks like outside the
1: bottle? i would assume it's like red too, right? Uh, yeah, like an amber. Yeah, I'm hoping.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Oh, Yeah, that's nice. That's a nice amber. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah,
0: what's the ABV on that joint?
3: My guess is it's probably four and a half. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say on the bottle, well, okay.
0: Hopefully and you, uh, right. and you ain't drinking that thing, and that thing of 15 <laughs> <laughs> <No>.
3: percent. <laughs> I don't assume it's
1: that. <laughs> Right. Better kind of life. Oh, I think it's locker. six percent. Oh, okay.
0: okay, that's what I was going to guess a six at least.
1: Yeah.
0: All oh, right. okay. So that's not bad.
1: All right. Uh, you know what you drinking on?
0: Yo, now me, I did the dumbest thing I could possibly do. You know I'm going to be it after this because I done cracked open a can of the, of the year four, oh. 2024 from Attic bruin. Right, what that barley wine, Woo. yeah. That barley <laughs> age, you know, that barley-aged barley wine, John. Yep, you see it right there.
2: Mm. you gonna be late to work I, tomorrow.
0: I cracked that. Well, luckily, I'll be home, so
2: that's what I'm saying. That log ain't gonna be eight <laughs>
0: minutes. Nah, nah, nah. The login, oh, it's the login's always late, but it's early too, so you just you just gotta have a skill with it. So it's, it's different, it gets different over here, all right? Mm. All right, but this is their own. <laughs> <laughs> this is a blend of two barley wines. Uh one that's been aging for 12 months in Kinsey uh bourbon boroughs. And uh wait, it doesn't say what the other one is though. Yeah, it doesn't say what the other one is. Burley Asian. oh that's been aged in uh Manitwine? Manitwine whiskey barrels. So that I guess they're both uh I guess they it's been aged both of them. Twelve months, I'm assuming, but it's strong as shit. Like it's delicious, but it's so strong. Like I gotta sip it. It's a it's a fourteen point two percenter, right?
2: Ooh.
0: So that thing is 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 strong. But this is mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and pour me some. I wasn't sipping it apparently because that glass is like empty. But this is what it looks like. I got it in my little taster glass. But this is what it looks like in a glass. You know, yeah. Right. It has a nice color to it. That's a lot, man. But, you-
2: Right to
0: the to the top. Why? Wow. Yeah, it's delicious. I mean, it is good, and I'm home, so I can do that. Cause the only, I ain't gonna like to heavy, go to bed.
2: That heavy pour was because it's fourteen percent.
3: Yeah, right, I mean, I'm just right
0: the and, and then the other thing is that I don't want to. If I don't drink it all tonight, then I ain't gonna drink the rest of it. I don't want to waste it, so I'm gonna go ahead yeah, and take that to the head, bro, and drink that. I'm just gonna drink that and just you know put me to sleep. But I would pass me another one of these. Uh, of course, I had it before, so this. This is technically another one,
1: yeah. And, mm-hmm. and and it was a decent class, I think it might have been like a 12 ounce class when we had it at the four year anniversary, I guess. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah.
0: I drink that, I think I we drink that first just to get out the way,
1: yeah. Um,
0: so that way we, we can be leveled out by the time we, we left it, John,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. Um, all right, well, yeah, think? shout out the attic. I love y'all.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Say that again, yo. Their- I don't know
0: if they shout out the attic. I love. I love y'all. You guys are great.
2: <laughs> I have um what's this for me? This from King's Brewing Company. Um, they're out of my favorite city to say, uh, Rancho Cucamonga, California. Um, this is the Hydro Frosé uh deuce. This is what the can looks like.
0: pretty cool. I nice. almost got can. that today too. I almost I almost bought that on. Oh, where we gone?
2: Um, it says here, uh, not too much about what's in it. So I don't know. Um it has like yeah, this is what it looks like. It has like orange and mango, <laughs> orange, orangey, mango, citrusy flavors. Uh the head wasn't uh, really prevalent. Um, it's a fruit smoothie sour in my estimation. Um, it's seven percent alcohol by volume. This is fucking delicious, man. This is really yeah, good. that's really good. That's um, really good. Yeah, you said it was a sour. Um yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's a sour, yeah. It's like it is
0: like a, it's, it's like a smoothie sour, yeah. Yeah,
2: it's it's uh really delicious. So Right up my wheelhouse in my alley of uh, drinking beers. Uh, pass me another, man. Good job. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Good job. All right. And shout out to them Rancho Cucamongas, man. Who don't like saying that? <laughs> the
0: Rancho Cucamongas. Oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you, Cuc- you a Cucamonga? <laughs> you know, when you first when you first heard it, you was like, that can't be a place to live. Like nobody lives there.
0: Yo, yeah, you know what's you dumb? When I first heard that, oh, let me tell you when I first heard. Rachel Cucamonga I, know what I was watching I for say. the flavor For I was watching oh, Flavor on. I Love and it was this white girl that was from Rachel Cucamonga that thought she mm. was like a hood chick and they was like girl it was such Rachel Cucamonga look. girl
2: yeah <laughs> I, my first time hearing about it was uh, The Clovers and <laughs> Bring It On mm. oh yeah cause the girl uh, what's the, the white girl's name Dakota Fannin in that movie yeah yeah she um she was she lived in Rankin.
0: What now? Is yeah, Dakota fan? Is it
2: Dakota fan? Is it? I think that I, was- I don't
0: know. All these white girls be looking the same to me. So. that's
2: why look man, Dakota Sandra Bullock it was one of them. <laughs> I, I, I and I think Dakota
1: might have been too young for it. Bring up that's the one with Gabrielle Union, right? That's
2: the one with Gabrielle Union. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dakota yeah. yeah. uh, yeah. Fanning was Wilson. too young.
1: Yeah, it was too. Yeah, because Dakota Fanning was in Man on Fire with Denzel and set, uh, so oh, yeah,
0: she back. was. She was a little kid then.
1: So it has mm-hmm. to be. uh yeah. right. I don't remember that young lady. I know. I, don't I know. Kristen.
2: Kristen Dunst.
1: Yeah, there it is. Mm-hmm. Hey, there you go. Is it Kristen or Kirsten? Kirsten, Kristen. One of I, I, I don't even know if that's really her. Yeah,
2: yeah. Hey, we take it. That actually hey. worked. I think that is accurate. I think that's accurate. That is. You know, Yo, we We're gonna
0: rock with that because it sound good.
2: Third, third time's a charm. Third,
1: time's, third time's,
0: a charm. time's a charm. Rob, what you got today?
1: Um, I actually uh, went back. I went to uh uh Attic as well. I got their uh, Sente, which is their Italian Pilsner. Um, oh, there it is. I right? was there. good. There it is. It's um I think it was one of their uh it was coll- it was a collaboration by one of their uh, uh I guess assistant brewers that um moved moved on to a different place, but she came back and um busting with this uh gem right here. It is uh five point four percent. There it is in there, and I have it in my uh added glass actually, that they're black and beautiful. It's not it's not the IPA that they brewed, but it is it is in this glass. Um it's an Italian uh, it has bright and Italian for bright and, bright and shiny. That's what Lucente means, I guess. Uh, and oh, it's, Lucente. A, it's brewed with Italian barley and dry hot with German Tintinagin. Tintanag. I don't even know how you say that. Hops. <laughs> Some type of hops. Um, but it is definitely well balanced. Um, it's, a, it's a very good beer. So um, I, I enjoy it. I, I had it at, the, uh, at their uh, party on Friday. Uh, had to give me a four-pack to bring home. Uh, so uh, pass me another and, another and another.
0: You had to. You had to get a four pack to yeah. bring home. Yeah, I had
1: to. That's. What, I mean, when you say okay. pass me another, I gotta have to. Say, I gotta have someone to pass me another. <laughs> you gotta have
0: another. Right. You gotta at least have that's another. True, that's true. That's true.
2: Uh, pass me another. Oh damn, we fresh out. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be honest, that happens a lot, though. That's fucking happens a lot. It
0: does, it does, it does. I, like, I don't have,
2: I don't have nothing to pass me another for this. But well, at least I have one,
0: so therefore we could pass another because I got one. True, true. So, um,
2: true. And the brothers out of Rancho Cucamonga could just send us some. I'll say Rancho Cucamonga as many times as you want me to.
1: <laughs> uh, i'm sure they um, i'm sure they are made way by uh, other side uh, beverages i think they probably are, are distributed by them that's how they make their way to delaware all the way out from uh, rancho cucamonga as uh, um shout out to them as well um all right well we got a, a great show and we're excited to uh, uh know all about uh Conzo brewing uh and uh william is here to tell us all about it so without further ado uh we want to know who you are uh where you been how you got there so without further ado uh the proverbial floor is yours
3: and we want to know if you ever been to rancho (laughs) i have not but i i've been out in california and have heard of it so okay one of those you know it's it's the one in bucket list item. yeah me too me too me too william i feel the same way Maybe not. Uh, And as you guys can see now, the sun is finally going down. Yeah. Yeah. So here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, And my name's William Teasley, as it says there on the bottom. Uh, I am one of the co-founders, the COO, and a brewer with Conso Brewing. So three friends about almost a decade ago started homebrewing um and my two uh close friends and business partners corby hanna and kevin downing uh we just started in kevin's backyard and we still brew do homebrew there today so um uh, um we got bit by the bug and uh kevin and corby went to morehouse so they met years ago when they were uh students there uh and uh i went to boston college um from alabama i just wanted to go somewhere cold and after four years in boston i came back south so ended up back (laughs) in atlanta and been here ever since um uh but uh, you know we 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 started really just around enjoying craft beer, as we all do. Uh, and uh, part of my upbringing, I grew up in Tuskegee, Alabama. So I was around a lot, you know, I was in a place where black folks just did stuff. We made things, we ran the banks, you know, we we were attorneys, we were professors. We were, Uh, farmers, I mean, you you know, from the whole gamut, I kind of grew up around that and uh, sort of absorbed an entrepreneurial spirit around, hey, you know, uh, I can always learn something. I'm always learning something new. And uh, one of the reasons we sort of went more into the making side and just, in, in, and this is before, Social media kind of took off. So we weren't, you know, um, uh, we just really wanted to learn how to make it. And if we could make it well, let's, you know, we, it's one, as, as a lot of things happen, you just start with that first step and then you go like, oh, well, you know, world didn't fall from under my feet. Let me take another. And we can't, we've uh, sort of been on that journey ever since. Um, And so we homebrewed for a bit That's when we met uh, Ale Sharpton uh, And several of the other folks here in Atlanta That are uh, black folks involved in craft beer And beer and brewing <coughs> And it was those days where we thought Like, hey, maybe we should try You know, Let's turn it into a business Why not? What's the worst that could happen? Right. Um, and uh, that's how Conso was born. And in fact, we had sort of made the decision to uh, uh, sort of, you know, stick our toes into the water. Uh, we've contract brewed and all that other stuff like so many others have. Uh, but we, you know, we're three guys, three different bra- backgrounds, you know, Kevin's family, he was an Army brat, so he moved around a lot. Corby grew up in Texas, so we were like, well, what are we going to call it? And so we had three names, and uh, we actually did a survey. We put put a poll out on SurveyMonkey, and we had about 100 people respond, and the majority picked Conto, huh. So that's how I named <laughs> how it became our name, just because we were – you know, we I, we wanted to take the personal stuff out of it. You know, I was like, oh, well, he got his name. You know, I was like, hey. So
0: what's Kanso what's mean?
3: Kanso is actually the name of an ancient Egyptian brewer, Kanso Amheb. They discovered his tomb probably about a decade ago now. Okay. Uh, in Luxor. And he was considered to be the brewer to the gods and pharaoh's court. So he was actually the wow. head of granaries. So way back in that, de- way back then, you know, if you were in charge of the, you know, the gred, which the, the grain, which was emmer, and and you know, it's ta- it's something like barley, uh, but only grows uh, in that region. Um, you were also in charge of the beer. So there's actual drawings in tombs of him and his wife serving beer to Anubis and Osiris. So uh, it just had, it had cool connotations and um, it sort of connects for us. It was a connection to the African diaspora as it relates to beer and brewing. It's like, you know, we've been a part of this game since there was a game. You know, this just, this stuff just didn't happen magically in Europe. They did not come up with this. They saw what other cultures were doing and adopted that. And, you know, beer beer is not an overly uh, complex thing to do. Some grain, a pot, some water, right. yeast is in the air. Yeah. You know, you got beer. If it's fruit, you got wine. Uh, if it's honey, you got mead. That type of thing. Yeah.
0: So uh, that brings me to another question, though, because like, who who still found this information about? Conzo, because i wouldn't have thought oh let's name it Conzo and put this on the list for people to, to vote on and not because i wouldn't have known this information until you told me like who found out that that was a a, a brewer back in the day like
3: and what were the other
2: two names that
3: yeah that too oh yeah. like oh um well i'll start with the first question um, there were news articles about one in one of it call it the the Sam Adams of ancient Egypt. And I started cracking up, oh no, wait, no, the Anheuser Busch or August Bush or something like that. Okay. Wow. You know, and, and part of what cracked me up was like this dude was like thousands of years before right. this white boy. Right. And you trying to compare right. Right. that dude to be like some primitive right. you know, example of you know the white dude. I'm like, that's how it works. You know, so, that's how
0: it happens all the time.
3: <laughs> so we we you know some some of the <laughs> some of the things I do late yeah. at night is get lost on the internet, and uh, I found an article about the discovery, and then there was another article in one of the beer magazines back at the time, and uh, uh, stuff like that. So it was just happenstance to. Run into Conso and Heb, but part of it was really trying to, uh, you know, beer and brewing has been a part of our culture, you know, for thousands of years. Right. And it may not, you know, and 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 the only thing the Europeans really did add to it was hops. <laughs> so, but in all cultures, people were adding different herbs, different, you know, spices, mm-hmm. things like that, uh, throughout history. And then white boys went and standardized it, and did the Ryan Heitzgebot. And so he's like, "You only have these four things," so that shut out everything else everybody was doing. Um, so that's you know. I was the one who sort of just found it and then threw it out there, and that's how we ended up with that. And and the other two names were that we had were uh, brothers that brew Mm -hmm. and newbie, which is another one that was picked. That which is another name one of my partners came up with, and so they were all good. And I just said, hey, you know, instead of us sitting over here. Mm -hmm. Getting our feelings hurt and uh about what name is it or not. Let's take I'm us. I'm so out.
0: glad that nobody picked Brothers That Brew. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna be honest.
1: It's Brothers That
0: Brew Brewery or Brewing like that would have been. I don't know, man. It just don't fit right. It just I, I think, so, I think they they don't flow. Out there, I think there is one out there though.
1: And,
0: is it, uh,
2: it? And, uh, Brothers That Brew
1: on um and somewhere in the Bay Area, I believe. <laughs>
3: Well, well, when you try to trade sorry, mark sorry,
0: I hate your your brewery's name. Sorry,
3: sorry.
2: Can't, can't wait to say your beer though. I can't wait to say
0: your beer. Yeah, yeah, you may have your yeah. beer. Sorry, beer. sorry, guys. Yeah.
2: It is so, also cool that uh, that William did name, even though he's talking about how he didn't want nobody to be bitter or fighting over the name not getting picked. They did pick the name he suggested, so he's happy. I'm sure.
3: <laughs> I, I would have been, you know, it's one of those things when it's, yeah, well, well, <laughs> he was like, yes, <laughs> <I got him." laughs> but, you know, the guys were happy too, so it was one of those oh, things sure, of where, yeah. all right, okay, now we can sort of start this process, and that was around yeah. 2019 and, uh, you know, we we had – we contract brewed up until about COVID. Mm, okay. And we were only – we weren't in cans. We were on, draft only. So COVID just took us out. Mm. So we could have swerved, but everybody else was trying to figure out what the fuck they were going to do. Right. Mm-hmm. So you saw, like, contracting really s- slowed down for – well, in Georgia, we don't have – an entity like uh, what Funky Town had up in um, Chicago. Chicago, I I can't remember the brewery. Pilot. Pilot, pilot,
2: Yeah, the Pilot Brewery. Yeah,
3: you know, we don't have anyone like that. There's, And most folks are doing their own thing. So when COVID hit, they were like, you know, (laughs) we we got our own stuff. Uh, Uh And so we took that time to sort of recalibrate and get more focused on getting into our own address. Um, We're looking at purchasing some land on the south side of town. Uh, We're those guys. We're old community guys. uh, uh, You know, not to say we were activists, but we were involved in our community associations and things like that. And uh, that's where the cheaper land is. (laughs) And and so uh, Mm -hmm. we're in the process we have of going out in the next couple of weeks, looking at about four properties, and hopefully before the end of next month, we'll have an offer on one. Um, and uh, <laughs> you know, you, you can't
0: know. say hopefully you will have an offer.
3: Yeah, we will have an offer. On yeah, one. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we will have an offer on one. Because you will. But, uh, and and as I, I said a little earlier. We'll, you know, me and the guys who we were talking this past week, we drove by some of the properties and, uh, you know, they were like, well, what happens if, this? I was like, man, we just got to take one step at a time. We just got, you know, I want to have that problem. <laughs> right,
0: right, right. Right, <laughs> yeah. right.
3: Sometimes, have yeah. you know, entrepreneurs, you know, uh, uh, especially, uh, you know, Black folks and people of color sometimes we, our brains start running down the road about what about this, what about that and we we can we can outthink ourselves or think ourselves out of stuff because we're worried yeah, about true. well what's you know what's going to happen if yo you know what's or, funny or, though
0: that you say that is bad because we never say what if the what if is never a positive <laughs> it's always what if this yeah. happens and it's something bad like what if the pipe bursts or what if this what whatever but it's always something negative it's never like what if we sell like blase. Blah, blah. it's never positive <laughs> it's horrible
3: <laughs> and we're looking at we're looking a uh, part of my background had me involved in community development work with brownfields so reusing old sites that might have some contamination so we were looking at this dry cleaner and there's like oh it's a dry cleaner i was like no don't worry about that we got i i could we, we can figure that out let's, mm-hmm. let's get a place then we'll see and then we'll just yeah. keep moving forward and i think we were all anxious to try to get somewhere early and uh, you know i th- want to say last year was sort of that year i was uh you know i saw saw you guys up at um at a uh, barrel yeah. And I just remember at Barrel being so like, dang, man, you know, we're returning and people, can, you know, it was that vibe of like, oh, yeah, OK, it's just time. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll mm-hmm. get there. But it's so cool to see everybody else mm-hmm. taking their steps as well. You know, folks getting open, folks expanding. Um right. You know our boys over at uh, Vine Street doing their thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, I was down in New Orleans, ran into uh, uh, the guys at Cajun Fire, and you know it's it's just it's it's cool for to see all of us doing what we're doing and making make and having to make our own paths in this industry. You know Mm -hmm. there's some you know I live in Atlanta, so Andy Young used to always say the good white folks. So we do have some good white folks out there and this is no offense to anybody, but they're folks who uh either are neutral or you know, they just don't care. Right. Um mm-hmm. and uh uh it's good to see that you know we still can and talk shit and do all our stuff with each other, but we're still all moving forward. So all right. you know. All right. um Yeah. And we're gearing up to another thing we're gearing up is, uh, we're going to be contracting some, my vision is it's sort of, uh, sort of, uh, clearing the runway so that, you know, I was like, Hey, we place an offer on a place. I was like, all right, it's going to take months to get all the paperwork Mm -hmm. done, construction, all this other stuff. And I was like, we need to have some stuff out here for folks as we move to get open. And, um, that's so that's the second priority i got to get that offer down mm-hmm. on one of these four sites in the next month all right um um and good. i'll let you know when i do all right yeah, <laughs> nice. sure.
1: well uh we're excited to hear about that because that's that'll be dope to, uh i mean there, there's a few i mean there's like one or two that have uh, brick and mortars but to have a uh, another one down there as well be um a good look I'm curious. I know you talked about Konzo being, uh, uh, the, I guess the godfather of brewing, I guess not godfather, but the, uh, an ancient brewer like that was that, like what was the ideal behind the logo of Konzo? Is that was the same type of thing that you wanted to add those elements as well?
3: Not originally. Huh. Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> we, we uh, w- there were different iterations of a logo uh, and I have some of the shirts still, still <laughs> I wear out. And it it was, you know, and it started with, you know, the, and I sort of share with people like, um, you know, it's a, the eye of uh, Horus on a, mm-hmm. this sort of red background with the gold thing. The red background with the gold uh, uh, rim is the eye of Ra. So, uh, we sort of were had two things going, and we a friend literally put them together, and it was like, "There's our logo." Okay. So we had a friend sort of play around with some concepts. We had like a pyramid, but it just looks like a triangle and a circle. So it had like that geometry, right. <laughs> so it looks like that. Uh, it, and a couple of others, you know, like a pyramid with some guys, like the three wise men on on camels or something like that. Um, but uh, when when we saw it, the, the three of us were like, "Yeah, you know, that's it." So, and, and and it's cool when you have those moments of like, for sure, you three people go like, "Yeah, that's it." <laughs> it wasn't like, right. "Hey, man, you got to check this out, and we can do this." And, Right. And so the colors mean something. The the you know the eye and and we also one of the things with the name of kanso there have been breweries that have made beer using kanso's name. Hmm. Uh, I know um, like Dogfish Head did like you know they have like the beers of the ancients or some a series that they do that's you know they use. R- try to get as close to the old recipes Mm -hmm. as they can. You know, they did that chicha beer down from like Peru where the old ladies chew corn and spit it in a thing. And then, yeah. Um, um, Because there are all kinds of cultural ways to do beer. Yeah. Well, that's a bad cultural way. I thought about that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's the corn in the beer now. well, 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 with corn, Basically, what they were doing, were they were chewing it, so it opened it up, so the enzymes are available, and right. your saliva causes it to break down quicker, huh. and then they heat it up, so it got cooked. So oh. all the all the oh, all the, all the stuff, all the oh, stuff you, of of
2: you definitely cook some spit though, like, like
3: well, but you know, at a certain temperature, bacteria right. and all that. Do we other
0: really stuff, know that? Is that really true? Yeah. Do we really is know that? It is true. It is uh, it what? is
3: true. But it's still it's
2: still ingredient. We it's don't know that's true an ingredient is still saliva mm-hmm. so so, that, uh, wow. so how did they how did this modern version of the chew corn happen
3: oh the, uh, Sam Caglione and his crew were like hey you know they do this beer down here let's try to recreate it no let's not so they they did something similar but you mm-hmm. gotta think well how they did it in, in you know at that time, it was just for home use and for family. Right. right. So it wasn't – it it so we, we, yeah, we don't share our no <laughs> spit with
2: strangers. Oh, we definitely don't share no spit with strangers. Yeah.
3: So, so it was usually something that they made at home that's as a sure. part, part of it for family. And so and so and so, even Dogfish Head but like, you know, they had to pasteurize it and stuff like that. So that, you know, you boil it up to a certain yes. temperature – as I said, it kills pretty much all the all the little bugs in it that come from, it. but but uh, um, and so uh, I want to say it was either Avery or Anderson Valley, or maybe it was Left Hand. One of the Colorado breweries did a console beer, uh-huh. and someone else at the time also did something similar. So people have sort of played around it, but it's kind of. Uh, one of the things I said, I was like, "We got to get the name before before someone else does, and uh-huh. doesn't look like us." And you know, they're running. I mean, it, there there could be there could have been a potential co opting of it. Right. Yeah, that, that uh, <clears throat> you know, I tell people when they have great ideas, man, you know, trademark it, do what you can, protect your work. Right. Uh, because someone out there will go like, "Boy, that's a great idea." Yeah. Why, why don't I? Why don't I do uh, different colors like purple and green, or or mm-hmm. or, or something mm-hmm. like that? Um, yeah, that's true. That's, well, that's crazy.
2: I have, I, have a, I have a question about. I'm sorry, Yoda. Go ahead. Go ahead. No,
0: I was just saying that, that they locked pretty much locked the console down. <laughs> they yeah. locked console down. Got you. Got
3: you. Yeah, we went the whole so trademark on- route and stuff like that. So, so if, a, if another brewery
2: does does a beer and names it Tonzo, do y'all get a y'all can cease and desist that or how does that work?
0: We would. Okay. You would if it was a beer but
3: not the brewery? If it's how trademark how trademarks have been explained to me is it's it's a for a particular use. So for example, we did a beer uh couple years ago called black dynamite and we did it for barrel and flow and it was uh, black dynamite, Charlie Burley. So whenever we do barrel and flow, I find some historic African-American figure there and sort of create a beer around that sort of, you know, that theme of that. Them. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so I started going like, well, maybe we can, you know, trademark black dynamite before someone else does. Uh, and see what happens. So uh, our attorneys initially said, "No, you can't do it." And I said, "Well, why?" He's like, "Well, black dynamite's been um, trademarked by this company. The company is Michael J. White's company. Right. So, so right. he's had, a show called, he thinks black dynamite called, like, everything. Yeah. 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 You know, whether it's media, fashion. So when you apply for a trademark, you typically apply to it in your in your area. So mine would be like food and beverage."
2: Okay. Right. Okay.
3: So uh, in food and beverage or, you know, just say just beverage, even if you were a seltzer or something like that, we technically were the first there. And therefore, we get to sort of have a conversation. Maybe we might be Mm -hmm. cool with you using it. Maybe we won't. Um, But that's how trademark was explained to me. That's and true. True. the cool thing about Black Dynamite was they didn't do food and beverage; they did everything else. <laughs> and Not so that. I said, "Well, you know, if we do another one, and we've talked about doing a series of, and and Black Dynamite's going to be themed around uh, historical black boxers. So the Murderers right. Row. I've talked with with uh, I've had some folks co- talks with some folks in Texas." around uh i want to do a galveston giant i want to do a jack johnson themed beer and i was like these are all gonna be big big ass stouts (laughs) you know big bad stouts and so i was like you know but i like it to be a more collaborative thing because you know jack johnson was from galveston galveston um you know there's a guy here we're working on uh herbert the coco kid um um Charlie Burley, and these were all guys who were part of what was called at the time murderers row. Right. So there was a black murderers row in the late forties and forties well, and fifties that never got title shots because when Jack Johnson beat that white dude. was So well, if you were in a culture of white supremacy, they can't have black fighters consistently beating your white fighters.
1: Right.
3: So mm-hmm. they just wouldn't let them fight. Now the white boys wanted to fight because they're boxers, you know, they're competitive and all that stuff. But there's a period in our history where the federations wouldn't let black fighters uh, compete for world titles. Mm. So they created the colored world titles. That's why they were, that's, you see, there's a period of time where all those things were sort of separate. And these, uh, and these guys fought like a hundred times. I mean, they, four or five times a year, you know, some oh. fought every, Yeah. I mean, it was crazy how many fights these guys had. Mm. Uh, Yo, do I'm,
0: you have this historical information based off just because you wanted to use it for, for brewing, brewing purposes or you just know this information?
3: <laughs> for brewing purposes. It was, it was, it was. It, it, the whole thing was i had asked folks in <laughs> Pittsburgh when we did that, did that, uh, stout with, um, uh oh gosh i can't remember off the top of my head um i just asked well outside of the thunder twins or outside of that who's another famous black athlete from pittsburgh and all these folks said charlie burley and i was like who the fuck's charlie burley i've never heard of him
2: right yeah
3: come to find out this is what he was and so that but that took me down the, rabbit hole. the rabbit hole of <laughs> finding out a dozen other dudes, right, right, who, you right. You right, know, sugar okay. they, they were pre-Certainly Robinson and all the other stuff. Yeah. Wow, but okay. that's how, okay. that's what happens with me when 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 I ain't got nothing else better to do. When I start, <laughs> let's, let's do this. Oh, well, it happens with everybody.
0: It, you always go down that rattle hole. Like it takes anywhere. You, you, you just, just go. Use, you just using your
3: rattle hole skills for good
2: now. Right, 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 that's right. A, that's yeah. a bonus.
3: See, right. we got to get open because I have series of beers in my head. I have names of beers. I don't necessarily know what the beer is going to look like or whatever. Kevin and I usually come up with that. Some are collabs. Some are friends coming in. I've, I've been wanting to do this Parliament Funkadelic series and stuff like that with with, with big sours and. I was going to say that yeah. definitely got to be a sour Funkadelic. Oh, yeah. Got to be a sour. <laughs> we can do one, and I'm just going to put it out there: people aren't taking a run with it. But Aqua Boogie. I, I dream of an alpha, a beta, a disco, or well, an alpha, beta, like, bio, aqua, loop. We can do one for everything. Yes. And that's yes. eight years.
2: Yep. Uh, and yep, We can
3: do it all across the country. I've talked with, with Raj about it up at uh Wait, you should have
2: had Barrel uh, <laughs> and
0: Flow this summer.
3: And I was like we roll it out at Barrel and Flow. And I was like, you can have us all right next to each other and we have a song, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Have fun with it, man. Just, we don't do this, you know. This part of what I like about this, this is fun.
0: I still right, enjoy right, it, right. enjoy the
3: people and all that stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I like that idea, though. That yeah. definitely sounds fun.
1: Now, now I'm curious to know, like, when you start, when y'all started homebrewing and stuff like that, what was the uh, what was the first beer that y'all brewed, and was it like, was it good, or like, like, what was the first brew that y'all said, you know what, <laughs> this is good.
3: <laughs> that was probably that was probably a good year or so in okay. of doing it. Um, the, the, the first The first beer, you know, we started with a kit, so we started yeah. with a Mr. Beer Kit, like a lot of folks do. Um, and then, Kev and I got really interested in all grain, and so we took an all grain class, and they were like, "All right, we're only brewing with." just the grains now not the extracts and stuff like that uh and that's when our beer started getting better okay Mm. um and i want to say it was probably two years in ale was at 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 a party of ours because we just have folks in the backyard and and you know we do what we do there's food and free beer, so everyone kind of crawls. This is before everyone really knew beer. So once they started getting bougie about it, then it was like, well, what do you have with the offer? I was like, man, you didn't care what was in the keg last year. Right, 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 right. <laughs> what styles we got and how, you know, did we follow BJCP rules and stuff? Uh, <laughs> um, but one of our first was a beer we, we, we eventually called Peachtree or Standard Peachtree. And it was just an ale, a blonde ale with uh, peaches and a little bit of cardamom.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So it had sort of, uh, you know, almost a baked peach pie kind of thing, not a cobbler, more like the, the 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 pie because of the cardamom. And we still, it's still one of our more, once we sort of took it to, you know, we did that and it was, it was always one of the, ones we had that the keg would just get killed but we would not know it would just be done you kind of get what I'm saying it's like you know everything everybody's trying everything but people kept going back and getting a little bit more of that Hmm. and that happened with Peachtree Joyland we have an IPA called Sweet Auburn all of these are named after historic communities in Atlanta Uh, most of them are historic black communities uh, like Sweet Auburn and and, uh, Joyland and we got, you know, we finally got West End where I think we want it to be. It's a stout. It's a oatmeal chocolate stout mm-hmm. um, that, uh, <laughs> you know, it's taken a little time on that. Um, so it was just trial and error, trial and error. When we started, we didn't write anything down. Then we started writing it down. Now we have a software program. <laughs> <Whoa. fun> <laughs> oh, I threw that out with the papers the other day. I'm like, oh, man, now I don't know what that recipe was. I'm right. you know, right. trying to figure it out. As I said, the journey. We didn't you. start with like this intent of, hey, we need to track everything. And right. that has cut. We developed you know, even today, we we, we 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 still like, hey, man, we can't really be doing that anymore. Because I used to, like, wing it. I'd be like, uh, you know what? I can just throw this extra hops in there and let's see what happens. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it could be great, but how much hops people doing. ain't know it. Right, right.
0: I feel like some people do that anyway. Let me just throw this in there and it don't turn out good and it's still they still sell it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when you guys, when you guys are open with the brick and mortar and you have the beer on tap, how many beers do you uh, feel that will be on tap? And will you guys do a variety of styles or set be setting a certain couple of styles?
3: Definitely a variety of styles. Um, I'm anticipating 16 taps. Wow. Um, but we're also looking at how do we begin to expand into this THC market. You know, there's, uh, we were in North Carolina at some friends of ours at resident culture and they had THC beverages or, you know, seltzers with various percentages of the Delta. I I always, whether it's Delta nine or whatever, which is more hemp based or you, I mean, there, there's a lot going on in this space and we're like, well, we definitely got to order some, you know, we got to add some of that, um, yeah, you do.
0: That's true. You do. You do.
3: Um, I mean that. And, <laughs> and for beer, I, the way, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of playing out is, you know, intra, you know, sort of entry, intermediate and advanced is kind of how it's sort of happening. So of those taps, we're going to have stuff for folks who are just coming in who ain't necessarily all into beer but right. there's some stuff there that they can sort of uh, cut their teeth on uh, the middle stuff is probably more of the stuff you'll see us do we typically lean a slightly higher ABV so we typically don't do things less than five percent uh, you nice. know it's, it's it's you know I can say I have a moral objection to it but people buy it so ultimately at the end of the day we have business and if we ain't offering it uh, and someone right. comes in with their friend and their friend wants that, you know, I'm looking at how long, I need you here for 30 minutes and I need you both to spend $18. <laughs> right. right, <laughs> right. right. Back next week. Yeah. yeah right. But now your friend's got something they can do. And then the advance is sort of the stuff that would push people into, uh, uh, for the savvy beer drinker, as well as folks who want to try something new and next level. We have a triple IPA. We rolled out as a collab with uh, um, uh, Blacktoberfest, Proximity Brewing, and uh, Resident Culture up in North Carolina. That's done really well, and it was. Uh, we were we were excited about it because I was like, "Hey, we need to start when we start looking at big IPAs. You know, we we gotta look at the doubles, the triples, the the Belgian IP. You know, how can we how can we do stuff and still put our own, uh, touches to it. So, uh, um, yeah. So that's the idea, you know, that's the strategy and uh, we'll start there and, and work our way through it. We have a lager, we have a Pilsner, uh, we're planning to do, Oh wait, this is a second beer, which is, (laughs) all right. Berasinge, oh good, good gosh! I got this glare here now. Yeah, oh, there we go. go. Oh, there we go. Yeah. And this is from Nepal. Okay. A dry hop pilsner, which is crazy, man. They got craft beer
1: yeah.
3: in Nepal. Yeah, good. Yeah. Um, it's everywhere. Uh, and so we've been we've been we were talking we've been playing with a lager that uses Carolina Gold rice. Okay, and I tell and then. Uh Yoda, know, you're gonna get this Carolina gold rice is the original reason slaves are brought to this country was to farm rice in the Carolinas along the the Carolina Georgia coast because they were mm-hmm. big rice growers. Right, Carolina right gold right. was king, and when they over farmed it, we did cotton. <laughs> mm-hmm. So
0: you know, I now I did see well, that in the first. um in
1: how the of, uh how in
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it's a whole, it's a whole, uh, little area in the, in the African American museum oh, yeah. about slaves yeah. and rice. Yeah. It's a, it's like a whole little segment that they got over there. And I was just like, Race, right. Cause that was the first time I even heard about it was when I went there. I was like, damn, this is crazy. We're involved in everything, <laughs> everything. Rice, rice. Come on. <laughs> Who would have thought? I thought it was all Chinese. I ain't
2: gonna lie. <laughs> I, I admit I thought I thought I didn't know you could grow rice in America. I don't know why I yeah, thought that.
1: Yeah, I think it was big in South Carolina, right? It was like a big it was really big in uh, South Carolina. And, and
3: most of it was exported. Yeah. So they wow. they brought us here to farm it because we knew how to do it from the west coast of Africa. Mm. The Benin, the Togos, the all the you know, Ghana and some of those mm. regions are it's it's a it's a certain climate you gotta have for that for it to, okay. for it to grow.
0: He's a history uh, teacher. I don't care what nobody says.
3: So, yeah, that's the weird thing. <laughs> and, and that's the weird thing that's what you to see about us. Everything's connected to something. That was like the names of the beer and one of the things I tell people, you can you, you can you can uh, tread water on the surface or you or you can dive and find find something at that, you know, at the next level. Uh, you know, the the beer's name's Lightning. And I'm like, it's the name of the neighborhood, it's history, where Mercedes-Benz Stadium in the Georgia Dome was. So they basically bought all those people out for less than market value, as they typically do, with eminent domain, and just moved them, you know, just shot them out to the world, but that neighborhood was called Lightning. And every time we go to the stadium and cheer, we're on that old neighborhood, old black neighborhood, got a... Relocated.
0: <laughs> see, look at this history teacher. Yo, you when y'all open up y'all brick and mortar, you need to have a uh, a TV up with you talking about all this stuff, this history, right? Because it's all behind the beer, and to get people Yeah, button, yeah and even, maybe even that. Talking. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that. they have a hologram. <laughs>
2: Like yeah. you know, when you go to
0: you know, like yeah, yeah. You know, like when you go to the museum,
2: always be there. yeah. When you think you get uh, you get Denzel Washington tell you about the slave house, yeah. Yo, I, mean, I, like, that. I like that. That's a good idea. Ten percent. All three of y'all, yeah, ten percent. All three of y'all need to do that. That's thirty percent, i'm curious I'm curious.
1: I'm curious. um I, like, I know you mentioned like uh, like um, in um, Chicago they have like something like the pilot thing like when you open your brick and mortar, would you look to do something like that like be the pilot for some other up and coming brands as well?
3: Yes, we've talked about it okay uh, and um, we're looking at it in two ways. with you know say for right now one of the spaces is 10,000 square feet which is a lot of space. So we're going to add, we're probably going to put, we're going to put in a kitchen, Mm. but we may do a residency program where we can have, uh, you know, an up and coming chef or someone who's had a food truck for a while, whatever come. And this could be their base of operations. Um, And sort of, they can start there. And also with the residency uh, with a brewing residence I'm, you know, I'm close with Atlanta Tucky and Hip and Hops and, and, and you know, and other folks in Atlanta that are building brands and have brands that if we're open, we're going to figure out a way to create some space. So your brands, so you can also launch what you got to do. And, you know, there's one thought is like competition. And another thought is is this is kind of who we say we are. So, you know, if we, if we can't we 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 get frustrated with what we've had to deal with. Right. You know, why are we gonna ignore somebody else? I was talking with, yeah. with uh one of my peers at Soul Brothers Brewing uh um yesterday because he was asking me a question about contract brewing. It's like, well right now, everyone's kind of in a weird space with how the industry's flowing. People are closing. Some people are opening. Some people are expanding. There's this, right. there's this yeah. flux out there mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. everyone's kind of taking care of their own, uh, uh, own thing right now. Try, trying to, uh, figure out what's their next move. Uh, and I said, and where does that leave us? It's like, we still out here on our own. Uh, and, Mm-hmm. Like once we're open, we're we're gonna work out some type of way to support the other up and coming brands. I uh, talk with Atlanta Tucky, you know, every couple of weeks um, with Scales and Skinny over there, and and, and uh, Michael Irvin, and you know, we're talking about how can we do things. Uh, you know, you know, we're Atlanta, so we have sort of a little ego when it comes to right. black shit. <laughs> so, yeah, so we want, yeah, we want yeah, do. to like, yeah, house, we want do for it all. So, yeah, I so, so mm-hmm. but I mean, we talk about it. I, I mean it's it, it's you know our mayor will say it. It's like we want to be the destination for the African American community you know community across the country to be able to come see experience what we have here. And uh um doing something like that pilot project, someone Recently shared this the the sort of the restaurant residency or food residency program. We can blend those in. Uh, I shared with someone the other day. I was like, I want us to hopefully be an employer. We're looking at all like the good employer practices because all of us have had shitty jobs and we've been kind of fucked over in some of our jobs. And all mm-hmm. This other stuff yeah. for whatever sure. yeah, for whatever reason. I mean, uh, I mean. It's, it, it shouldn't be what it is, but you, we, we just kind of deal with it, but how can we be different? And, you know, we, we one step after the other, you know, cause some yeah. people when we were talking about a fair wage in our business plan, our business plan has a fair wage in it. Mm. So it has right now it's like 1750, 18 plus, and then you add benefits on it. So, nice. um, um, but we had a fellow brewery here, uh, review the plan and said, why are you paying the people so much? <laughs> you don't, really, you don't have to do that. You know, I mean, b- back in the days of the tip game, you know, it's like, oh, well, they are making tips? I'm like, dude, yeah. when I was young, I worked for tips. <laughs> I've done all that. Mm -hmm. It ain't all what it's cracked up to be. You know, some days days it's good. I hear when people say... Some days it's good, (laughs) some days it's like... I hear when people say they're going to get...
2: I give them them tips, like, not knowing that they don't make a fair wage. Like, tips is everything for a waiter or waitress.
3: Yeah. So, like,
2: they're going to get their... They're going to get... And if I don't know what proper etiquette at a bar is, but I'm figuring one drink, $1. So, if I only made 50 drinks, they made 50 bucks today? Like, that's crazy. Yeah, And some get get more, some don't tip that off. So, you know, it's it's a range. But to tell somebody, yeah, live off of these $50 tips for three hours of work and don't get any benefits on top of that. And then an actual owner to be looking at you like, yo, they get tips, bro. Like,
3: They'll
0: be fine. Yeah. That's, That's nuts. Yo. You paying the wage, you over right. You, 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 you pay. Like,
2: I, I know exactly where their workers are going to be when y'all open. Right, Yeah. <laughs> <Like>, fuck <laughs> y'all, man. Oh, y'all ain't never, never going to have no hiring sign up. Y'all ain't never going to have a we hiring except for the first day. Once you right, get your yeah. staff, if you pay them a fair raise and benefits, and I want to be a bartender until I'm 50 – or sixty, I'm definitely staying here. Yeah, right,
3: that's how you do it.
2: Still, still, all our people,
3: yeah. all the good people. And and oh. you, you brought up some in our plan. There's also professional development. Mm-hmm. So every year, everyone will have mm-hmm. uh, a certain, uh, you know, a lot. Most places will sort of cap the amount. I'm like, we ain't open yet, so let's see what happens. <laughs> right. but it's like if you start you want to do your Cicerone and level one and then right. you will say hey I want to do level two at level three and and I was telling someone this story uh, recently and I said man it'd be cool if someone that came you know came in our door built their skills up went somewhere else and, and freaking blew, blew, you know, yeah. blew up the world and whatever right, it is uh, to do. Uh-huh. and I was like Right, right. We came through us and were able to do that Cicerone thing and uh-huh. do that uh, you know build, You know, maybe come in as a brewer and become a master brewer or things like that because a lot of places don't really offer any type of professional development. Everyone that uh-huh. does it usually has to do it on their own dime. Right, And in this business, there's back of house, front of house, there's the media side and, 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 uh, some, you know, some other components of it, you know, supplier side and, and, and things like that. Um, you know, how do you keep really good people in it? Because, you know, we all get tired of stuff eventually, Mm -hmm. uh, or we need new challenges or something like that. And, we at least wanted to sort of set aside the plan in our plan. And I'm just prefacing that because we ain't open yet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, but I,
0: I was going to say, even just a couple, just couple years fact- we're yeah.
3: open, y'all call y'all call me out, going like, "Yo, <laughs> yeah. how do people yeah. sign up a for go blah, go. blah blah blah?" blah really that. and that's what we got to do so with the, each other. I'm, I'm uh, you know, even
0: just based on the fact that it's in the planes, is like it's big is a big deal. Cause I only think it's a lot of people that didn't even even think to put it in their plans at all. So right. it was never a plan for anybody. So the fact yeah. that it's even a thought is, would is that plan,
2: is would dope. that plan for higher education just be for the employees or would it be for actual customers as well to come in and get their
3: CBS or higher? Well, right now it's just employees. Okay. We're going to feel it out. Um, uh, and see how you know sort of this this first g- at, part of the process, like getting open, is there's eventually going to come a point in time where I want to have to hire people. I have mm-hmm. people who have already said, "Hey, we'd love to work for you." And I was like, "All right, well, we ain't there yet." <laughs> it's like, but you know, do your thing, do what you need to do, and when we're there, I want to be able to. I, 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 I will. People will often hear me say this. The last thing I want to do is worry about your check. Right. So I won't be I'll wake up one night. I won't have to make a, Hey, you know, All right. 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 hold on until
0: Monday. Hey, we, we friends, right?
3: What's going on. And, it, and that may happen, but the goal isn't to have it happen. Right. And right. If, we, if we try to do things the best way, even if it does, it's for a tiny, tiny period of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'd uh, be the guys we were joking. I was like, I don't ever want to be that. I was like, I, cause many of us have worked in places where we had to deal with something like that. Right. Yeah, that ain't...
0: just the case. Y'all need to vote on who's going to be that guy <laughs> to
2: make that go.
0: <laughs> to make that go. Do a, no survey. Do a,
2: do a survey monkey on, who on who's the fire guy. <laughs> who's the
0: guy who calls and says the says, Who's the check guy. So yeah, you know. Uh
2: <laughs> well, Will, you want? <laughs> it's on you, I, I'm over You're here in the hologram. <laughs> them, <right>? <laughs> hologram, <laughs> hologram them up and hologram Will up and tell her that she ain't getting paper.
0: Yeah, there you go. It's just a Derek Hologram, we just sit anytime yep. you need to. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: yep, yep.
0: We appreciate you and we value you. <laughs> but, but, but you
2: won't get your check until the 17th of next month. <laughs> um, that's horrible. That's not, that is definitely not going to happen. It's just going to yeah, be hol- hologram. is yeah, happening. That- hologram is <laughs> happening. But not the. But not, uh, not the
0: not check. Not the check. Hold on for the hologram. For the software for that. <laughs> um, That's
1: funny. Now, I'm, I'm curious, well, not curious, I guess, to know. I guess, and um, I know besides the, the looking at the uh, scouting locations and stuff like that, does, what else does uh, Kanzo have coming up in the, in, the, in the near and distant future? Like, what else is on the horizon? I don't know if any collabs or, or some more, like you said, some contract going as well. Like, what, what is going on for Kanzo?
3: We recently did a collab with Torchtop, which is a brew pub here in Atlanta. Um, and it was an Imperial brown ale that came out at about four seven and a half, seven point four percent. dark chocolate. I mean it was good. It was good. Well, well what is what are normal uh, what is the normal A B V for that stock?
2: For Except a brown, Imperial.
3: Yeah. Typically Imperials push things over seven. Right. Right. Um I know when I started I was drinking everything over seven. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I, yeah. I got a wheat wine in there that you know, I'm saving for a special occasion tomorrow.
0: Uh <laughs> it's, it's, Monday. Monday. it's Monday.
3: It's Monday. It is um, day. Just as a holiday. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But so, you know, so a lot of folks lot. don't do brown <laughs> ales because it, it has that dark ale type Thing with it it's you know I, we all enjoy all styles and all flavors we'll, you know we try we try we try everything you know there's there hasn't been a beer i haven't tried the beer i don't like but you know there's right. I, I give someone a chance to have something that i might not have had that might have i might not have liked the first time and go like well let's see how these guys executed it and right. then and then go like dang actually You know, that's how Mm -hmm. I got into Sours about four or five years ago was, Mm -hmm. you know, I had some paint thinner. (laughs) (laughs) You know, nail polish. What the (laughs) (laughs) Those kettle sours Ooh. back in the early days, uh, yeah, they were tough, yeah, they, they tough. were rough. Well. Then people started just getting better at it, true, better true. And learning more about it. They've uh, been in nail polish <laughs> sours, that's nuts. Gosh, man, the, those you early know. sours, man, were oh my god. You know, you're like, oh, what, what are you drinking? And then over time, it's like your palate expands. Uh, things like that so the torch top collab is 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 uh uh happening now we have a little bit of that we we have a bit of that uh still pouring um you know next month we have something we do three times a year called a sunday at the shed which is where we originally started which was in kev's backyard an old fourth ward. And as I shared, we still homebrew. So we'll have, we call it the console lab. Wow. So we still, we still do weird shit there. So it's like, you know, <laughs> uh, we have like uh, dried puya chili, we add chilies to stuff. And, you know, we just, we kind of, Kev's the alchemist, so he kind of goes out to the farmer's market and the Asian markets and finds these things. He goes like, hey, what happens if we put this in a beer? And I go like, I don't know, let's try. <laughs> so that' what we find in the in the shed is us sort of playing around with different ingredients and trying new styles we might not have brewed before. Uh, we, we uh, you know, we've been, so we've been, Kind of excited about the rice lagers because it's it's a taste you know that because it's milder, it's, a, it's usually softer on the palate. But when you use something like the Carolina Gold, the flavors a lot brighter on the tongue and and things like that. And um, um I did yesterday I brewed a uh, new what I call a Southern style IPA. We just you know we just make it up. Right. but uh, me, me, me and some me and the, the the black brewers in Atlanta we we sort of look for uh, more berry type notes or more fruit juice type flavors that come from the yeast and and okay. things like that instead of it just being citrus mm-hmm. orange or pineapple tropical type fruits or or flavors that come into uh, the process. So I did one, we can, and you know, we southern is just S I P A, So it's a sippa. Uh, nice. and, uh, <laughs> we, we kind of, uh, I, we use hops that had strawberry notes mm. and aromas Gosh. and flavors. So, you know, we said, well, and it's a little bit malty. It's coming out around 7%. Um, um, but that'll be at a Sunday at the Shed. So we'll do one in March, on so March 10th. We'll do another one in July, because there's typically nothing in July. Right. Uh, but, every, you know, if you have kids, y'all, y'all on break. So y'all, doing you know, it's family stuff. But all, my kids are grown. Kev's kids are grown. You know, I mean, we we still here. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we'll do one in November. Uh, that's sort of like a year in. But that's to stay sort of in those roots. You know, and it's his neighbors and mine. You know, it's, 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 it's a backyard party oh, with yeah, nice. three samples of experimental ales that we do. And like the, I mentioned the West End earlier, we had that at a Sunday at the shed and the, the response was really good. And we're like, OK, and, you know, if this is now ready, and it's like, it's a stout. And I was like, if we do roll something out do we're probably going to wait till we open um but one of the spots is in the west end so we may do something before or, or things like that um real quick we're going to be at um crafted for action uh-huh. so the uh jen prices festival that she organizes here will be at that will be at um, barrel and flow we're collaborating with uh a brewery outside of Philadelphia called Referend Blendery. And we're working on a uh, Flanders style red. Oh, nice. So, you know, it's that kind of funky, tart, sour, you know, because it's wild firm. So these guys do really good wild firm beers. We met them uh, a couple years ago at something Marcus Baskerville's put together. Um, so we'll be at barrel. Uh, we'll see if, uh, there's a blacktoberfest in October. Oh, Michael, let me know. Uh, <laughs> hopefully not a couple of weeks in advance. Uh, and, uh, um, you know, there are a couple of festivals here in Atlanta. Uh, I usually post where we're go- those type of events on our webpage. Mm-hmm. So just have events and it'll just sort of, you know, I do a little image, uh, with an active link, so you can go to those events and see what's happening, uh, and see if you want to want to check them out. Um, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. So we, you know, it's it. We we can always be and look busy, but right. uh, we can we can always be busy and still not not sort of progressing as far as you think we would be because of how busy you are, and so there's that shift of all right, we got. We're, we nail down the place. That's going to start a whole bunch of activity just about the place, right. and we built out sort of our calendar for the year of where you know like the big events we're going to be uh, be at and um, uh, stuff like that. The Georgia Brewers Guild has a festival here coming up in May. We'll be at um, even though we're not members. <laughs> uh but when they call, we answer wow. so I had a wonderful conversation with their membership director, and I tell people if you're looking at getting involved in stuff uh sometimes just volunteer volunteer for support an event or something like that you can you know you're in whenever they have their annual conference, I help them out i do I do setup. I'm there for the full day. I get to eat. I get to drink. And and I hang out with a bunch of people I already know. Right. Um, That was one of the things I taught my kids was like, hey, if you really want to do like a concert or there's someone performing at at your college, just volunteer, be a part of the crew. You know, you you might work with the folks backstage. You have no idea. I went to South by Southwest, went and volunteered a couple of days before, was there for the whole time.
0: Nice, yeah, that's, a, that's a good, that's
3: a good hack right there. You know, all you know yeah, people out, there, all you know, people out there want to get some shit
2: for free. Email the, keep on talking to here. I like that. Uh, There's like always a way. That. Yep. Um,
1: all right. Any more questions for you?
0: Nah, William did great. Yeah, good job. I learned You're a lot in that, in that short <laughs> time, man. William,
2: William's rabbit hole is
1: crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we want to thank William from Conza Brook for coming on the podcast.
0: Yeah. Uh, what?
3: Yeah. So, even the glass has Egyptian. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Well, yeah.
0: Get it, get it, get it. There you go. We can see it. Yeah. Say, so, get it,
3: get it, get it, get it, get it. Get it, get 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 it. it. Get it? <laughs> yeah. um, that, that's how invested I am.
2: Uh,
1: before we go, we always like to know how people can find you on the worldwide webs, uh, Instagram, social media. It's like, how can they find all about Conso Brewing
3: on all social media? We're at Conso Brewing, um, on, on all of it, and at the website it is com. All right. So, uh, and um, we're not yet in TikTok. We have a channel. Uh, you know, me and my business partners are a little bit more mature than some of you <laughs> young folks. So I've, I've, I've been working on them. I was like, you know, we got to do these TikTok things. See, they're like, TikToks? What are we going to do? <laughs> uh,
2: Oh man! <laughs> <You know?
0: laughs> it's funny because I wonder how Bye. many like older people are on TikTok because everybody knows it's on TikTok. Maybe not necessarily have their own page, but they're always on TikTok. So yeah. It's like so, I, I don't know if it's a, a older people thing or if it's a young people thing. So if you got so TikTok, you got TikTok.
3: <laughs> so one of the ideas I'm going to borrow from from this conversation was. Maybe we do TikToks on sort of historical aspects of the yeah. stuff we do, and create wow. there because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because all all three of us and, and Corby's traveling. Kevin's up in uh, Virginia visiting a relative. Um, you know, we thanks guys. I I get you solve the problem that we. <laughs> Yeah, now we can go. You can do a half like, from
0: anywhere. <laughs> we
3: can, we can those out. Well, like, this yeah. is great. Yeah. This is why I like well, talking to people, I learn something from value. everybody. Man, yeah, bro, you know, I, I stay open. Good. I was like, I, I don't, I you know, I realized I don't have all the answers. Uh, uh, except when I'm talking to my kids. But uh, <laughs> but now they old enough, they go like, uh, yeah. That's my yeah.
0: Dad, I not know. No, know. I know what Dad said, but... It uh... <laughs> don't make no
3: sense. Trust, but verify. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Let me
0: go Google what Daddy told me. <laughs> All
3: right, Lou,
2: where can I find you? <laughs> I'm always on them Instagrams. My name is Lou Belgium.
1: All right, yo.
0: You can find me on IG at IM302YODA.
1: All right. And you can find Bruising Banter Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Bruising Banter Podcast. You can go to www.bruisingbanter.com and uh, check out all we have happenings. Uh, check us out on this coming Thursday, uh, February 22nd. My birthday. Uh, it's, uh, we'll, it's my birthday. <laughs> Louis' Louis's birthday? We'll be at uh, Autumn, March doing our first. Uh, we're all
2: going to be there. Quiz night. Uh, what is your Because if you don't want to celebrate the trivia, come and celebrate my birthday. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's it's, true. It's a double bubble. You don't got to like trivia I got you. to wish me happy birthday. Yeah. If you don't right. like me, come and, if, but you like trivia, I won't talk that's to you. That's true. You don't got to worry about me saying hi if you don't like me. So, <laughs> you know. So
0: that's true. I got you. Uh, that's, yeah. you make a good point.
2: Yeah. I, Thank you,
1: sir. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to the podcast. You can even see Alexa play Bruising Banter Podcast because we are there as well. Uh, you want to follow me, Rob Stay Bruising. There it is. Bing, 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 bing on IG. I don't think I ever say where you can follow me at. <laughs> you don't. It you is hot shit. Yeah,
0: do. I never know like, that You that's can that's follow serious. me. You can follow me. <laughs> <laughs> Rob say, we'll hear I have I mean, don't, mean, I don't heard the
2: social media app. Bink, bink, bink. <laughs> what is bink, bink, I, I don't know <laughs> what app I've never heard
0: that. I say, app. you know what? I'm going to follow Rob on Big <laughs> Me.
1: <laughs> I think if you put that <laughs> at, though, at kind of means Instagram, I think.
0: Maybe
2: yeah, there. that's true. At, at kind of mean Twitter, too, though. Yeah. or, or uh, But
1: now, but now X2. actually, Twitter is at it's say Roth Day, too. So you can follow me there as well. Uh, once again, I okay. want to thank uh, William <laughs> from Conzo Bruin for coming through. Appreciate
2: you, brother. Yeah, thanks thank a lot. We appreciate it. That was good.
1: This has been episode 238 of uh, Bruising Banter podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Until Two, next time,
2: three, eight. have a good five, week, eight, eight, everyone. Nine. See you guys Ten on Thursday. Happy yeah. Yeah, birthday, yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Can't <laughs>
0: oh, oh, you can't go wrong with that, boy.